Love this podcast? Support it and sponsor today. Simply head to OzCastNetwork.com for details. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Hiya. Welcome to The Curve Podcast. My name is Andrew Pierce, and this podcast was recorded in Bulu, Western Australia. It's been a while between drinks and for this podcast, and I'm proud to jump back in with a fascinating discussion with composer and filmmaker Ashley Davies in relation to his new film, album, and art exhibition entitled Gold. Gold is an album that is inspired by Ashley's uncle, Len Davies, an artist who, upon his death, left a legacy of over 500 paintings to be distributed amongst his family. He never had a formal exhibition during his life, and so Ashley chose the Lassiter series, a group of paintings that told the tale of Lassiter's Reef, the tale of Harold Bell Lassiter, as he headed into central Australia to search for a 15-kilometre gold reef. The series of paintings and Ashley's score itself reflect Lassiter's fateful journey that resulted with his reputation tarnished and his death. Len Davies' paintings work as a counterpoint to those legends, presenting Lassiter's journey and death as a radiant, beautiful one. In the following interview, Ashley talks about Len's time during the war, which is further detailed in an impressive article by Claire Hunter on the Australian War Memorial website. I'll link to that in the show notes. Ashley also talks about the presentation of Gold at the Sun Theatre in Victoria on November 30, and what audiences will encounter when they watch the half-hour film and witness the paintings after the screening. Tickets are available on the Sun Theatre website. The link will be also in the show notes. For previous episodes of The Curb podcast, head over to thecurb.com.au. While you're there, also pick up a copy of the Australian Film Yearbook 2021 edition. It is a great Christmas present. There is also an ebook version as well there too. It is a book which I released earlier this year that details Australian feature films, documentaries and short films released during 2021. Enough of me. Here is a snippet of Gold by Ashley Davies and then the interview. representation or the exhibition that it deserved where did this notion come from how did you come up with the idea of supporting your uncle in this particular way well i look to be honest it didn't start out that way you know um i don't know if you've got the full backstory of it or but when my uncle died he left all of his paintings to my mom there was about four or five hundred of them 
and um, uh, the us three kids were allowed to go through them and pick out what paintings we liked, be it oil painting, pencil drawing, cartoon, because he was a cartoonist um, as well for a couple of daily papers in WA. And so when we went through the paintings, like I got a lot of single paintings, but within all the paintings there was a series there was only one series of paintings, a bit like, you know, um, the series of Ned Kelly by Sidney Nolan and, and you know, that type of thing. And, and it was about Lassiter, Lassiter's search for gold, 10 paintings. And I'd read some historical stuff about Lassiter. And, I mean, that, that particular expedition, and I don't know about Lassiter, he seems a little bit dodgy, but um, it was very tragic, you know, and ended up in terrible circumstances for especially Lassiter. But Uncle Len's paintings, which were watercolours, were just beautiful, magnificent. And they they did follow the trajectory of the Lassiter expedition um, to some degree. But like I said, they, they were beautiful. They were ins- inspiring. They were very up, you know. They weren't like what happened to Lassiter out there. So anyway, I was, I was immediately taken by these paintings and um, I mean, I've made a few records and, and, and I do enjoy sort of concept albums and, and I thought to myself, oh, you know, I'll, I know the story somewhat and I can get a bit where Uncle Len was coming from with these paintings um, and I'd write a piece of music for them. And I, and I because the, the, the paintings inspired me, I wanted to write a record that was like that an up type of record that would make listeners hopefully feel the way I felt when I looked at the paintings or a lot or art for that matter, you know? Um, so that was it in the beginning. It's like I, I set out to make a record of, of music um, and it, 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 be, it became a vinyl album and I was, I love vinyl and I love those old records of the days when you'd got a booklet inside them, you know, magical mystery tour Berlin by Lou Reed had a booklet uh so what i did with this i did the album then then with the album you get an art booklet of all the 10 paintings that's 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 what it was and then and um and and it was definitely in some ways um for uncle len and for people to see his artwork and to get that out there but then it did grow much more when i when i found out more about his life and what he went through and and then it became yeah oh, this uh, this type of homage to him, um, and the 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 film and the art exhibition came later. Just in that we'd done three video film clips that people were enjoying, and and I was talking to my animator and filmmaker friend and drummer mate Dr- Danny McKenna, and um, we we're saying oh look you know I wonder if we should maybe put a short film together, and then we can show the film and then then show the artworks and and from there and from knowing more about uncle len and his story it did become this thing because he never did have an exhibition he had so many paintings he would have loved to um and so uh, you know it is it is grown into this uh sort of homage to him and and uh and and his work and and, and the album i mean the album's obviously in there with the music I obviously I don't know who your uncle, but is there a reflection of who he is as a person in the actual music itself? Is there trying to? No, no, no. Um, the, I mean, he is reflected in the music because how his paintings are making me feel. 
he's not reflected in it as a person. So yes, he is reflected in the music through the paintings and how the the paintings make me feel for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, um, but again, in the beginning, it wasn't about oh, this is a homage to Uncle Len. It was it was it was just music painting. Yeah, yeah. And like I say, the journey because this record took me quite a few years to do. So the journey of of um, finding out more about Uncle Len th through the years of working on this record, then it then it became, oh, wow, he never did have an exhibition. Yeah, there were 400 and 500 paintings that were just left in a cupboard in a will, and they're magnificent and beautiful. And in the film, I show some other paintings of his. Because being a cartoonist, that comes out quite a bit in the Lassiter paintings, which I think you'd agree. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, but he's, you know, he's a magnificent pencil drawer and oil painter as well of landscapes. And I don't know if you saw the cover of the album, but that mm, was the only I'm looking at right now. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. As you, he's, he loved Van Gogh. So if you look at that painting, it's really rich in another style of, of art. Um, uh, and and so, but, but Lassiter has type of a, a cartoon quality to about it, which comes from his being a cartoonist in those mm. papers, you know. And so, and, you know, his, his experience being a, a rear gunner in the Lancaster in the Second World War, what happened to him about that, that they were told to bail, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Were you aware of that story? Did you get that in the No, past? no, please tell it, yeah. I, I'd love well, to hear look, it from you, yeah. <laughs> he didn't talk, he didn't talk a lot about the war. You know, I remember one day sitting with him and asking him about it and he just, um, you know, and he just put his head in his hands and he just said, oh, you can't imagine. And he just went really quiet. And obviously it was like, you know, he didn't want to talk about it. As as I can well understand now, I was a bit younger then, you know what I mean? Um, but uh, aside from that, we do know that, he was in the Second World War and he was a rear gunner in a Lancaster. Um, and they were on a mission. And it, what's magnificent about this, and, and in the film, we have three interviews of Uncle Len that he did in newspapers. One when he was really young. And and you might not know this story either. And bring me back on track because I'll divert a bit, if I, you know what I mean. But but so I don't know if you know the story. There's... um. Uh, when he was really young, he used to sell newspapers out the front of His Majesty's Theatre. But it was a pub then. It wasn't the theatre. It was just the pub. And what he would do, because he loved drawing, he'd draw cartoon faces of the people walking by. And they'd stop and watch him and, you know, and the, the publican didn't mind um, because they'd come in for a drink and a beer and, you know, he'd be selling newspapers and all that sort of stuff. But we have an interview of him in his own words of that time because the newspaper went and interviewed this little kid. You know, it's fantastic. So these are excerpts that are in the film that are coming up that we're playing next week. But we also have another interview when he was working. I think it was U wasn't UWA, but it was one of those places he was working. Somebody interviewed him about his experiences in the walk, and he, and he didn't talk a lot about it. But he did say on the last well, it was the last mission for him, when they took off, the engines weren't sounding right. And at one point, um, 
something happened to one of the engines and they were given the the pilot said um oh you'll have to bail i think there's four or five in it i can't recall that but i um so he i don't know if you ever seen, have you ever seen a picture of a lancaster and where a rear gunner yeah, is it's it's precarious stuff it's, it's so full yeah. on it's not great. It's so yeah. full on. They've got a Lancaster at your museum. It, it, yeah, Perth. I think in Bull Creek, I believe. Yeah, the Oh man, it's so it's incredible. You gotta go there. And um so anyway, you have to sort of back out and then fall out. And then so that's what he did. Yeah. Now the, he he ended up in um in Germany and was caught and spent the rest of the time in a POW camp. But get this the engine well, one of the engines that went out fired up again and the pilot and maybe one other made it back to England. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Do you know? So it's, it's, his, yeah. his story is so full on. And, um, and so learning about this and mum sent me all of his war diaries and, and so I thought to my, so this thing, it, it grew into this homage to him because it was like, boy, this, he didn't get married. He had someone he was going to marry, but he went off to the war. We all hear about stories like that when he comes back, she's with someone else. Because they thought he was gone. You know, they, were, they didn't have any communication back that they'd found him or, or anything. And so he had this, this story. And so it was like, oh, man, he didn't get to have an art exhibition. When you go through his art, it's beautiful. It's like, oh, you know... I've done this album, but, you know, in a way I can put this all together and people will see his art and see what he did, you know, which is a great part of it. I mean, my thing's the music, but it has become... So the film is his art, but intertwined with the film is... is We have pictures of him and we have him talking in his own words. Not him talking, but it's subtitled. And that's powerful. It's quite powerful. So a lot of people I found at the first screening... A lot of people were quite emotional when they were leaving. It's pretty intense. These hidden stories are, are littered throughout Australia. So it's, I imagine yeah. for a lot of people, it's, you know, they've got their own family members, their own parents, their their yeah. own uncles and aunties who have these kinds of hidden stories. Yeah. And getting to see somebody else bring it so delicately and tenderly to life in mm. this manner, is mm. it's an emotional thing. Yeah, it is, and it's great seeing the person. It, you know, like it's it's. It, um, Danny McKenna did a great job. We worked on it together, and um, uh, just the way that the, the the two stories weave. The painting, the last series paintings weave with his story, and him, um, and you get you know, and I think it's it's got a lot of impact with the paintings with these pictures and and Uncle Len's story. So it goes quite well. So people, I people watch the film, and then I make a point of that after the film, I come on and say hello, and I talk a little bit, and then and then I've set up the art exhibition outside. I don't want them to see the paintings before the film. Yeah, because honest, as an animator, Danny's treated them, and they have to be cut and pasted to make a story. There's movement, um, but but so when they come out, they see the real paintings. And they love that too. And you know what's really interesting is that when I got them framed, because they were done in the late 60s, the the person framing them said they couldn't believe how they'd held their colour. Like they're really powerful. He said, man, these paintings are really old and they've just been in a cupboard. <laughs> they've still been in my cupboard on top of each other and a lot of other paintings. 
yet you've, they've retained this colour because they're very vibrant. They really are. Have you? I've, did you get the digital download of the? the I, I did. Yes, I've been listening to the music. It's it's beautiful. Oh, good. Um, right. I would love to see the paintings in person as well. Are you intending to tour this or is it? Um, you know? Definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I have talked, I didn't, when I did the film first, I did it at the State Library of Victoria here. They had a cinema. I didn't know they had a cinema, but I was looking around for a cinema and a friend told me about it. It was great. And then, because I was looking in Perth, because he's from Perth, I reckon there'd be a lot of people really interested in this. Um, but the range is quite vast of, of who's coming along to it. But I since found out that your state library has a cinema. It does, yes, yeah. And and so they're they're very interested in. I mean, I I took it up with them a couple of months ago. Then then this other screening happened. So all my um, all my sort of energy's been put into that. You got to promo. You got to do a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. But I'll take it. I'm coming back to Perth in in around Christmas time, and I'm going to go and check out the cinema. But uh, that's where I'm thinking of doing it. Mm. It's a beautiful place. Uh, it, we've, you know, we've got a really lovely state library here. Uh, it's mm. really wonderfully set up, and you know, it, it's it's actually really quite well set up for events like this because there are, you know, areas to display art. There are areas to mm. exhibit these kinds of things. Um, mm. I think it'd be it'd be perfect. I'd love to see. Well, now it in, you, in you say that. Yeah. Because that mm. the, the people I've talked to are right into it, and you can hire it. Um, so I think that's where I'm going to do it. I, you know, it could take me March to I, I don't know when, but I want to do it next year. Like, and I want to do it early in the year. So I would hope by March or April I would I would get it back and have a couple of screenings with the art. See, it's really great, and with the record, and the other reason for doing the film is that. Um, I can. I'm a bit more mobile. Like people can in, people can hear the music with the film and lend story, and they can see the art. Whereas the 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 record's got so many musicians. For me to put eleven or twelve piece band together, it's for one thing I can't afford it. <laughs> one day hopefully I can, but um, and to, you can't. Whereas here, I can grab all the paintings, bring them with me on the plane, and the film's on a hard drive. And people can see and hear and experience it. Yeah. It's the magic of technology, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I, I'm, I'm excited for that, but I'm excited for your launch next week, uh, mm. which, which sounds like it's going to be wonderful. And I, I know that people are going to get a really unique experience because there, there is that feeling of being in a physical space, of being able to create a, an emotion that is tied to a space, or, you know, having a memory that is tied to a space. And yeah. I imagine that getting to watch the film and then seeing the paintings, that's going to tie those things comfortably and neatly together in a way that will stick with people. And so I hope that, you know, for yourself, for everybody else attending, that it's a great event. Uh, mm. you've, you've done really quite wonderful work and a lot to be proud of here. And I'm certain that your uncle would be proud too, um, you know. I, yeah, I thank you. Imagine that he no, would I'm be sure very proud. I'm sure he would be because, um, yeah. I mean... Uh, I, I don't. Maybe uh, I'm not sure. Proud's an interesting one, but 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 I'm I'm sure he would lo he would have loved to have had an exhibition. I'm I'm sure of that, and he didn't get around to. But 
seeing how people re are reacting to his art, I reckon he loves. Love this podcast? Support it and sponsor today. Simply head to OzCastNetwork.com for details. Feeling lucky? Nemecolon's Lady Luck Casino is under new management and better than ever with 26 table games and an array of slot machines for you to test your luck. Try your luck at the table games, hit the slots for the day, or stay overnight to enjoy Nemecolon's luxury accommodations, fine dining, and all that the casino has to offer in one breathtaking mountain location. Visit Nemecolon.com for more information and to reserve your stay. Lady Luck is open to the public. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.